brought here. Hello? Don't I know you? Oh, yes, Martin. You know me better than you think. Ah, dreaming. Surely, I must be dreaming. Martin, do you want to know how to serve God? Uh, I... Well, yes. I think I do want to know that. Then I will come and show you. You? But how? Look for me tomorrow. Tomorrow? But what must I do? How will I know you? Look for me tomorrow. Hello, I'm Dave Arnold, your host for Focus on the Family Radio Theater. When we think about popular Christmas stories, the first name that most likely comes to mind is Charles Dickens, author of the much-loved tale A Christmas Carol. I suspect that few of us, though, would think of writer Leo Tolstoy, who is best remembered for weighty masterpieces like Anna Karenina and, of course, War and Peace. However, Count Leo Tolstoy also wrote a large number of short stories, dealing mostly with spiritual themes, and his nonfiction books about philosophy and civil rights had an enormous influence on leaders such as Mahatma Gandhi. But of all Tolstoy's works, perhaps his most endearing, is the story you're about to hear. It's been given many titles over the years, including Tolstoy's original, Where Love Is, Their God Is Also, Martin the Cobbler, which was the title of the video version, Papa Panoff, the name of the musical, and Shoemaker Martin, the title we've chosen for our production. Regardless of the name, this story embodies the message of the season, that the greatest gift is the one that's given from the heart. Join us now as Focus on the Family Radio Theater presents Count Leo Tolstoy's Christmas classic, Shoemaker Martin. Martin, are you still open? A moment, please. I'm just putting the cabbage to simmer. If you're closed, I can call back after Christmas. I was just passing and wondered if my mother's shoes were ready. Closed, open, it's all the same to me, Grusher. (laughs) I live in the back room, I work in the front. Between is only a curtain. Uh, Your mother's shoes are ready. Uh, ah, Here they are. That'll be five kopecks, please. Five kopecks? Oh, is, is that too much? Oh, I know. I was wondering how you can charge so little. Five kopecks is all I need to buy my cabbage and bread. But your workmanship is so fine. After all, the labourer is worthy of his hire. The labourer is worthy of his hire. Oh, that's good. I hadn't heard that one before. Oh, you must have done. It's from the good book. Don't you read the good book? You're just like your mother, Grusher, always trying to make me read the good book. But I'm not much of a reader, I'm afraid. Still, I try to do a decent job at a fair price. It's a wonderful job. 
And the leather you've used. Oh, you won't see leather like this again. I bought it many years ago. A parcel of fine quality leather for soles and heels. And I'm nearly at the end of it now. Still, it will see me out. Oh, you mustn't speak like that. Well, why not, Crucia? We must face facts. I'm an old man. Yes, very old. And now that my dear wife is gone, may she rest in peace. And our little Pavel, too. Long gone. What have I to live for? There's so much to live for. We don't just live for ourselves and our families. We live for each other. And we live to serve God. Serve God? <laughs> what are you saying? I should become a monk <laughs> at my time of life? <laughs> oh, don't do that. Where would we get our shoes mended then? Ah. <laughs> but we can all of us serve God in the way we live our lives. Uh, well, who can say? Perhaps that is true. You know it's true. You used to come to church, didn't you? Years ago? Ah, years ago. I went with my wife and my son. Yes, the world was very different years ago. But some things never change. Anyway, I mustn't keep you any longer from your supper. Oh, sure, my cabbage. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'd forgotten all about it. <laughs> I must be getting old. <laughs> Goodbye, Grusher. Goodbye. And Merry Christmas. <laughs> ah, Merry Christmas. Here we go. Let's hope so. Ah, saved. Ah, still enough water left in the saucepan. Anyhow, I, I like my cabbage well cooked. Mm. Yeah. Uh, a little piece of rye bread, yeah, just so. <laughs> and supper is ready. <laughs> mm. oh, I was hungry. Mm. This is good. And then I'll close my eyes for a little moment afterwards. That's what I need. Forty winks. And I, I'll be as right as rain. Martin. Hello? Don't I know you? Oh, yes, Martin. You know me better than you think. Ah, there's something very familiar about you. It's just a name I can't quite place. Forgive me. I hardly know if I'm asleep or awake. Asleep. Awake. Between is only a curtain. If you're asleep, Martin, then perhaps you're dreaming. Yes, dreaming. Surely, I must be dreaming. And somehow in your dream, you're wondering about what Grusha said. That we can all serve God in the way we live our lives. Martin, do you want to know how to serve God? Uh, I... Well, yes.
I think I do want to know that. Then I will come and show you. You? But how? Look for me tomorrow. Tomorrow? But what must I do? How will I know you? Look for me tomorrow. Sleeps in supper time. Oh, yes, I surely have, if my bones are telling me true. Now, there's something important about today. What is it? It's Christmas Eve, but nothing is happening. Oh, yes, someone is coming to visit me. Look for me tomorrow, he said. It's only a dream. And yet it doesn't seem like a dream. A vision? Chah. What's the matter with me? An old shoemaker asleep in his chair. Who oh, might have a vision? Oh, it's bitter today. Oh, there's a milk cart going off up the high street. I should buy some milk, just in case. Hey, milkman! Hello? Milkman? Wait, will you please? Someone calling? Customer. Milkman? Stop the cart, will you? Whoa, Tash, here's my girl. Funny old geezer, with spectacles, wearing an apron. Oh, yes. Be right with you, sir. That's old shoemaker Martin. He's got that tiny little cobbler shop on the corner. I didn't know he was still alive. He never orders milk. Well, I'll take the churn in case you want some today. Thank you for coming back. I just want a jugful, please. <sighs> if it's not too small an order. No order too big or too small for Mikhailovich and son. Just this little pitcher, sir. There we go. We treating ourselves today, sir? Oh, it's not for me. I'm expecting a visitor. At least, I think I am. I just have a feeling someone is coming. Ah, it's that time of year, sir, isn't it? When we remember the little father. Who? The little father. Who was born for us. Tomorrow's Christmas Day. Oh, yes, yeah, so it is. Well, now, what do I owe you? Well, sir, seeing as how this is such a tiny little picture, and this being the first time we've had the privilege of serving you, and you not being quite sure about the visitor and all, uh, perhaps you'll kindly accept this well, on the house, as it were? Oh, but no, I couldn't possibly. After all, the labourer is worthy of his hire. Isn't that the scene? Well, this being in the nature of an introductory offer, sir, and on the understanding that Mikhailovich and son might have the opportunity of serving you again some other time, at our usual terms, uh, and also in honour of the day, sir, won't you give us that privilege? Well, if you put it that way, Mr Mikhailovich, then I will indeed. And thank you kindly. No, sir. Thank you, sir. And a Merry Christmas! <laughs> Go, Tash. Go, go. 
Merry Christmas. Yes. Well, I better get in before I freeze to death. What was I thinking of? Running out without my coat on a day like this? <laughs> There's old Stavanovich shoveling away the snow. His boots are soaked through. His feet must be blocks of ice. <laughs> there was I dreaming that someone special might be coming to visit me today. And here comes old Stavanovich with his squinty eyes shoveling the snow. Shush. Uh, that brings you back down to earth, doesn't it? It's almost colder inside than it was outdoors. The stove has gone out again. I'll have to light it for some tea. If I can only... If I can only get my fingers to hold a match. And a little more kindling wood. We should have a fiery note to Hello? Mr. Stavanovich? Me? Yes, it's Shoemaker Martin. Could you spare me a moment? You want me, sir? Have I left too much snow outside your shop? Not at all. I, I've just made some tea, and you've been shoveling the street since early morning. Would you care to come in for a glass of tea? Bless you, sir. I, I'd love some tea. <laughs> this wind is perishing. But I won't come in. My boots are drenched. Perhaps I could drink it out here. I'll leave the glass on the window sill when I'm done. No, come in. A bit of snow won't hurt my old floor. Come into the shop and warm yourself by the stove. Well, sir, I'll be very glad to get indoors for a moment, I can tell you. Gets in your bones after a while. Come over here, by the warm. Come on, that's it. <laughs> How'd you take your tea? Do you like milk? I have a little milk today. Uh, not for me, sir, thank you. With just a lump of sugar, if you have one. But, but I'm just as happy without. Oh, a lovely brown sugar lump. That's champion. Thank you. <laughs> You're an old army man, aren't you? Yes, sir. Why do you ask? My uncle was in the army, too, and he liked to drink his tea that way. The army way, he called that. He put a sugar lump in his mouth and then sucked the tea through it. Best way to drink tea, sir. As a matter of fact, it's the old peasant way, not just the army way. Mmm, lovely. <laughs> and then when you finish, thank you again, sir, you turn the glass upside down like this, just to show you've had sufficient. And for politeness, you put the sugar lump on top of the glass. <laughs> when my uncle did that, it meant he wanted some more. Eh? <laughs> more tea for you? Just so you can finish up the sugar lump. Oh, no, sir. I couldn't impose on you any longer. Too late. I'm pouring it out. <laughs> and you wouldn't want to waste good tea, would you? An army man would never do a thing like that, sir. Thank you. Then I'll be off. I can see you're expecting someone from the way you're looking out into the street. <laughs> Waiting for a customer? Stay and finish your tea. I'm not expecting anyone, really. And yet... 
It's the strangest thing. That dream, I suppose. For some reason, I am expecting someone. <laughs> Ridiculous, isn't it? What's the matter with me? Dreams. Oh, yes. I'm a great believer in dreams. Well, bless you again, sir. It was such a relief to get the chill out of me bones. Thanks for the tea and the chat. Now it's back to work, eh? Oh, and mustn't forget my shovel now, must I? Goodbye, sir. Hmm? Oh, yes. Goodbye, Stavanovich. Yes, back to work. Perhaps I'll get this nonsense out of my mind once and for all. Moonshine and foolery. What did I imagine he said? Look for me tomorrow. <laughs> Whatever it might have been. A dream? Or an angel? Or, well, who can say? As if anyone is bothered about old Shoemaker Martin in his cobbler's shop in Prospect Lane. The very idea. Yeah, it's time to wake up. Yeah. But why can't I stop myself looking out of the window? What's that? A baby in Prospect Lane? Yeah. Oh, look. The mother is hardly more than a girl herself, trying to keep her child warm. What is she wearing on her feet? Shh! How anyone can go out in the snow wearing flimsy shoes like that? These young people only think about looks and fashion and... Oh, unless those are the only shoes she has. No coat, not even a shawl. Uh, miss! Excuse me, miss. We're disturbing you. Forgive me, I'll move on. No need to do that, miss. I can see you're trying to shelter from the wind. Perhaps you'd care to step inside for a moment so you can attend to your baby. Are you sure you don't mind? It's not very comfortable, but at least it's warm. Come in. Thank you. Now come over by the stove. Yes. Uh, I'll get my stool for you. Oh, thank you. It's good to get out of the wind. Oh, oh! What, what is it, Miss? Sorry. I'm all right now. Oh. I think it was just feeling the warmth. Made me all dizzy for a moment. Uh-huh. Oh, it's nice to sit down. <laughs> Such a sweet little one. Is it a girl? A boy. Simon. Named after his father. He's a soldier, away at the war. Ah, yes. So many young men are away at the war. Would you like some tea? Or some milk? Milk? Perhaps that would help. I've been trying to feed little Simon, but I have no milk to give him. Well, if we feed you, then you'll be able to feed him, eh? Oh, there's some cabbage soup left. And a little bread. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, I was at my wit's end, I can tell you. Here, let me take the boy while you eat, eh? Mm. Oh, I had a little boy myself years ago. I knows how to manage them. 
there now, eh? Come on. Won't you come to Uncle Martin so your mama can eat her soup, eh? <laughs> ah, yes. Uh, has your husband been away for long? Eight months. I was a maid in a big house. When the baby came, they wouldn't let me stay. For the last few weeks, I've been trying to find another job. Uh-huh. A friend from my old village is in service here, and I can stay with her for a few days. Oh. But I can't go until tonight, when the master and mistress are away. Yeah, but you can't go out at night, you know, without a coat. Oh, I had a coat. But yesterday, when we were so hungry, I pawned it for five kopecks to buy bread. Five kopecks? <laughs> what a strange thing. I just happen to have a spare five kopecks here. Please take it, my child, and buy back oh. your coat if you can. You're so kind. You've given me food and milk. Ah, but the milk was given to me, free. It was a gift. A Christmas gift. And you gave it to me. So you can feed your baby. Now, may I give him a gift of his very own? <laughs> you better take him back. Here, Simon, go to your mother. I had a little boy once, long years ago. Why, I can't tell you, but all these years, I've kept his baby shoes here, in a window. They're made from the finest leather, so they would still be good to wear, even if the colour has faded now. Shoes. Simon has never had shoes. Oh, they're beautiful. Oh, thank you. The best work I ever did. See the double stitching? Elegant. That's the Petersburg stitch. I can still do it too, but not as well as I used to. There aren't many shoemakers around these days who still know the Petersburg stitch. Can I tell you something? Mm hmm You're going to think I'm crazy, but I have to tell you anyway. I think it was an angel. Or even our dear Lord himself who led me to your window. Surely it must have been. The wind was growing fiercer and colder. And I don't know why, but I started to pray. I haven't prayed for a long time. And you looked out of your window and saw us trying to take shelter and you asked us to come in. Can a prayer be answered as quickly as that, do you think? Mm, who can say? But I don't think you're crazy. Maybe yesterday I might have thought so. But I had a kind of dream last night, and because of it I've been looking out of the window ever since. Maybe I would have looked out anyway, hearing your little boy cry. But perhaps your prayer was heard, somehow. I'm sure of it. Well, we must go. Thank you, dear sir. You've given us so much. Oh, 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 to be kissed by a sweet young lady and to have a chance to look after a little baby again. That is a very precious gift for me at Christmas time. Goodbye then. Goodbye. Time to close up the store. <laughs> Sure. 
Well, a very pleasant Christmas Eve. <laughs> Even if my silly dream didn't come true. I'm glad the little boy has Pavel's shoes. Hmm. And I hope the girl can buy back her coat. <laughs> a glass of tea, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh. Oh, this is good. And a rest for a while. Mmm. <laughs> this is even better. Perhaps I'll just close my eyes for a little moment. Hmm. That's what I need. Uh, Forty winks, <laughs> and I'll be. As bright as rain. <sighs> Martin. Martin. Hmm? I know you, don't I? Yes, Shoemaker Martin. And I know you. Am I asleep? If you're dreaming, then what else could you be? Dreaming. I must be dreaming. So what happened then? Look for me tomorrow, you said. But you never came. Didn't I? Martin, don't you know me now? I feel as if I do, somehow. I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. You? But I kept looking for you, and looking for you. I came to you, Martin, and you welcomed me. Did I? With a glass of tea, some cabbage and bread, a little pair of shoes. What you have done for the least of my little ones, you have done for me. Shoemaker Martin by Leo Tolstoy was dramatized and directed by Philip Glassborough. Sound design and mix was by Dwayne Harms. Music was composed by John Campbell. Our cast included Roy Detrice as Martin, Guy Sinner as Stefanovic and The Voice, Kate Maberly as The Girl, Christina Barrick as Grusha, Philip Bird as McHale, and Will Ford as Boris. And I'm Dave Arnold, your producer and host for Focus on the Family Radio Theater. Thanks for listening. <laughs>